Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Because all these women were too touchy with him, and he made it seem like he was okay, and that's why I didn't buy it when they went after that one girl acting as if like she was throwing herself at him and he didn't want her. Like, I don't buy it. It just, no, he's a dog. That guy's a dog. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for, but need a welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hi, besties, and welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, the largest self-love podcast and movement, your number one destination for personal growth and mental health. I'm your big sister and your host, Violetta. Welcome to another Benson Knows Best episode. Tuesdays, it's where we just shoot the shit. It's never too serious. I try not to. It's where you ask me for advice and we talk about random things where you don't have to think too much and I'm not yelling at you to tell you that you're doing everything wrong in your life. (laughs) Also this week, we're going to have an amazing Thursday episode. It's just something to look forward to. It's a solo episode and since this, we're in September and September is all about mental health. It's mental health month. And I forget if this month is suicide prevention month, but it's definitely mental health month. So this is a month where I try to teach you about loving yourself, but you can't love yourself without experiencing all the other emotions that come in life. Cause not every day you're going to love yourself. So on Thursday, I have an amazing solo episode about rage and anger and bitterness and what to do with those emotions instead of hiding them instead of feeling guilty and shame about them i'm going to teach you how to put them into your life and to channel greatness so that's an amazing episode to look forward to this thursday but for now let's just shoot the shit with tuesday episode okay so today we're going to talk about i'm just going to give you a quick little dating advice and then i wanted to also dive into selling the oc It's not the best show, but in case you watched it, I thought we can talk about it and I can give my pointers on it. I would love to know if you guys want me to sometimes talk about reality TV. If that's something you guys are into, I definitely can make my Tuesday episodes sometimes about that as well. So maybe you guys can DM me on Almost Adulting or you can leave me an amazing, sweet review on Almost Adulting. Tell me what you want from the Tuesday episodes with a five-star review and I would love you forever. If you leave me a review, it really does help the podcast. If you share with your friends, it really does help the podcast. If you keep listening, it really does help the podcast. So thank you again for being my best friends. Okay. So I got a lot of questions about relationships and dating. And some of the questions were very similar to one another, whether it was, how do I know if this is the right person for me? Or when do I know it's time to leave? Or How many fights is too many fights and things like that. So I actually saw a video recently that explained it in a really good way. And I wanted to share what I saw in this video. Okay. So if you are unsure about your relationship, try asking yourself these five honest questions. Okay. Number one, 
If someone told you, you are a lot like your partner, would this be a compliment to you? Number two, are you truly fulfilled or are you just less lonely? Number three, are you able to be unapologetically yourself or do you feel the need to show up differently to please your partner? Number four, are you in love with who your partner is right now as a whole or are you only in love with their good side? their potential, or the idea of them. That's a really good one. And then number five, would you want your future or imagined child to date someone like your partner? I think all those questions really make you think a lot because a lot of times when we start wondering if this is the right relationship for us, if this is the right partner for us, when we should walk away, a lot of the time we know the answer, but we just don't want to see it. And we ask people for advice, not because we don't already know what the answer should be, it's because we hope that someone will change our minds. So I think these five honest questions are very helpful if you want to be honest with yourself. Because a lot of the time we stay in relationships because it helps us feel less lonely. So I don't know. I thought that was really good, just something to think about. So hope you like that. Before I dive into selling Sunset then, a few shows that I've been really into, I've been really into watching Korean dramas lately. One show that I recommend for everyone to watch, and you don't need to be into Korean dramas, and you don't need to be Korean, you can be any nationality, hence I'm not Korean, to watch the show. This is one of the best shows I've seen. The writing has been superb. If you're into romance, I've only recently gotten into romance, but Crash Landing on You is 16 episodes. It's written so well. It's about a drama, love drama, about a South Korean woman falling in love with someone from North Korea. And there's so many jokes in between. It's so witty. She's so funny. And I really didn't think I would like it. But you end up falling in love with the characters. And I mean, days after watching the ending, I'm still thinking about it. So Crash Landing on You is something I recommend for everyone to watch. And the reason I also like this is because it's in full Korean and you get English subtitles or in whatever language you speak. So then it kind of forces you to actually watch the show. I feel like these days we're so focused on being on our phones the whole time when we do any experience, including watching something. So we're never fully in it. We're not immersed in the experience. So because it's in a different language, I have no choice but to watch it and not be on my phone or do anything else because I don't speak Korean. And if I look away for two seconds, I have no idea what's going on. The funniest thing though about Korean shows is that they have no sex scenes. It's not like American TV. Like you have to wait for two people to kiss. They maybe finally kiss in Korean shows, episode eight. And that's if you're lucky. Like this other show that I'm watching right now, It's called Alchemy of Souls or Alchemy. I can't pronounce the English. It's not even in Korean, but Alchemy, whatever that word is, of souls. I'm watching it and I really like the two lead actors. So I Googled, when will their love interests get deeper? What's When are they going to? No, I'm not going to lie. I I, I Googled, when will they kiss? (laughs) Tried to be all, you know, cool. I Googled, when will they kiss? And I literally said, season two. Towards the end of season two, they finally kiss. That's Korean shows. 
But you know what? I actually kind of like it. It's kind of nice to be able to immerse yourself in a show and really enjoy the writing without it being sex every two seconds. Like that show, The Idol on HBO, which was intense and insane for no reason. It was like, okay, here's a vagina. Cool. All right, tits again. Great. Like some shows on HBO, I feel like I've seen other people's privates more than I've seen my own in a lifetime. So I definitely recommend watching Crash Landing on You if you're looking for a new romance show to watch and to learn more about South Korea, North Korea. They actually, they asked some people who defected from North Korea into South Korea, how much of North Korea part is true. And they said around 60%. So that's, I don't know. I thought it was interesting, but yes, I recommend that. And now I'm watching Alchemy of Souls can't pronounce it, but I've been enjoying it. That's more about magic, which is more my thing. So if you were into, if you were into The Witcher, which is an English, British show, actually, then you will like Alchemy of Souls, which I know I'm pronouncing wrong. I'm so sorry. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to give you one last dating advice before I get into the OC. People were asking me about dating and things like that. So here are some red flags to look for when you first start dating someone. Here are three things that if you hear on the first date, second date, whatever, run. Number one, I'm not looking for anything serious. That is not an invitation for you to change their mind, okay? They're not looking for anything serious and they're definitely not looking for anything serious with you. Run. Number two, you deserve better than me. That is not an invitation for you to prove them (laughs) that they are in fact good enough for you. Trust me, I've been there. That is not an invitation. They're not trying to flatter you. They're also not asking you to fix them when they're telling you you deserve better than me. All it's going to do in the end is going to break you and it's going to lower your worth. What they're really saying when they say you deserve better than me, they're saying is, I know I'm not good enough for you. I know I'm not doing enough for you. I know that, but I'm also not planning on doing anything to fix that. I'm not planning to step it up because I know but that's enough for me. It's not, you're still not good enough or worth it for me to actually try to be better. So I'm letting you know that I know that you deserve better than me. So if you stay with me and then you're disappointed, that's on you. Cause I already acknowledge and let you know that you should do better than me. So if you stay with me, that's on you, girl. That's what they're actually telling you. So run. And then number three, all of my exes are narcissists or all of my exes are crazy. Like That's interesting that A, if all of your exes are crazy, tell me again exactly what you did to make all of your exes crazy. Have you ever taken accountability? Because last time I checked, it's two people to be in a relationship. So why were they so crazy? Are they crazy? Or did you just not like their reaction to you crossing their boundaries? And then that's why I also had to include all of my exes are narcissists because that's something a lot of us women tend to say now. So I wanted to make sure I'm being equal here. If you go around, if someone's saying to you, all of my exes are narcissists, then guess what? Like attracts like. So if that person thinks everyone they're around is a narcissist, they're most likely the narcissist. And that's the truth. So maybe don't go around telling people that. (laughs) Okay. Shout out to Amika. Let's get clinical. Why do I sound like I'm in such a good mood? Because my hair is on point. So get ready for a night out using Amika's clinically proven shampoo and conditioner duos. Their science-baked formulas are powered by nourishing, naturally derived ingredients with no nasties to deliver visibly, whoa, worthy results for every hair type. And... 
They are kind and clean before it was a thing. Amika is vegan and cruelty-free and plenty positive at Sephora and B Corp certified. They have so many good products. I'm obsessed currently with their dry shampoo, with their shampoo and conditioner, and I also love their hair mask. I don't know how I ever left my house without using their products. I literally swear by their dry shampoo especially I use it after I work out and I don't feel like washing my hair. Their products just bring shine and life to my hair and they will with yours as well. So shop all of my favorites at loveamika.com adulting and get 20% off of your order. That is 20% off discount that is automatically applied at checkout if you use my link. It cannot be combined with any other offers and it expires on November 1st, 2023. So go get in now besties and I'll also leave it in the description so you don't miss a beat and take good care of your hair. You're welcome. It's loveamika.com slash adulting. A-M-I-K-A. Love ya. Look, summer is over. We're in fall and winter. And at this point, it's getting colder outside and you just need someone to hold you. And I don't blame you. And that is where Hinge comes in. Hinge is a dating app designed to be deleted. I love Hinge. I'm currently on it. It's the only app that so many of my friends have met the love of their lives on. They're still with them. They marry them and they're so happy And these weddings I've attended. And why do I love Hinge so much? Because Hinge allows you to find great dates through profile features to help you date more intentionally. Plus, I genuinely feel like it's the one app that that's where you're able to meet people and date seriously because of their current feature of intentional dating. Intentional dating is all about knowing who you are what you're looking for and expressing those desires and wants to others. So right off the bat, you letting people know exactly what you want. No questions asked. And it removes the whole awkward conversation in the beginning of what you're looking for because it just says so in the app. Hinge makes it so much easier for you to ask what you want right from the start through their dating intentions feature. They do the hard work for you. The dating intentions feature cuts the bullshit. You get to find the partners who are on the same page as you before the first date even happens. So you don't have to wonder, okay? For example, I have it set that I'm looking for a life partner. So it will only then match me with other partners who are looking for the same thing or looking to get serious and not looking to just see what my V looks like and then bounce. Sorry, no thank you, because life is already hard. Your dating life shouldn't be. So thankfully, Hinge makes it so easy to weed out the wrong partners. So download Hinge today and share your dating intentions to find someone worthy of deleting the app for, okay? Love you, besties. Ciao. Now let's get into selling the OC. I had some thoughts about it. I had to write it down. I thought it was a little bit boring, but in case you guys are watching it, I thought for eight minutes, we can talk about that. So if you're not into selling the OC, speed through it. So let's see. Okay. My first thought about selling the OC, Tyler gives me the ick. I cannot fathom or wrap my head around the fact that all these women chase around him and they buy his weird, like sad puppy bullshit. He's literally the problem. And for some reason, it's women who have internalized misogyny who will blame each other and call each other pick me girls or whatever. Cause I mean, I've been on the Reddit chat. That's right. Whenever I watch a show, I secretly go on the Reddit gossip chats just to see what other people think to see if they think like me. So I'm always on it. 
secretly. So I've been on it too. And it's like, everyone calls all these other women, the pick me girls. When in reality, Tyler's the problem. And the crazy thing is I never realized that Tyler's now ex-wife or now soon to be ex-wife was Brittany Snow because I actually met her years ago at a friend's football party or something for the Super Bowl. And she was such a sweet human, very timid, very quiet, and very sweet. So I was very thrown off, not going to lie, but by Tyler's current type. It didn't go with who Brittany Snow is as a person because she's very quiet and very polite and very not loud and very nice. So let me tell you, they've only been married for two years, but that girl can do way better than him. And obviously right now it's going to seem sad to go through this divorce, but God saved her. God is protecting her because that man is trash and she can do way better than that guy. I mean, I can't imagine being married to that person and then watching the first season. The way he disrespected his own wife by being so touchy with other women was disgusting. All of the women flocked to him. And I'm sorry, but I don't buy it that the women were coming to this man for no reason. He's not Brad Pitt. He's not Leonardo DiCaprio. And I've dated a man who cheated on me for so many years. And I've been there where he has so many female friends and they're always so obsessed with him and always just like, for some reason, didn't really like me that much. I could never wrap my mind around why. And it was because he was leading on all of these women. When a guy tells you, oh, this girl's like obsessed with me. I have no idea why. Or like, she wants to have sex with me, but like, I'm not interested. I don't know. And then she still keeps coming around. That's because he actually secretly told her that he likes her too, or he complimented her. And no way if a man tells a woman, I'm not interested, leave me alone, we should be doing that. So from the first season, I already didn't like him because I felt that he was very slimy and a liar because all these women were too touchy with him and he made it seem like he was okay. And that's why I didn't buy it when they went after that one girl acting as if like she was throwing herself at him and he didn't want her. Like, I don't buy it. It just, no, he's a dog. That guy's a dog. He's the type of guy that probably goes around saying, I'm a nice guy. And you know what they say about guys who say I'm a nice guy? They're normally not nice guys. And then I looked up his zodiac sign and said that he's a cancer. So that checks out. That makes sense. Okay, so then my thoughts on, well, Jarvis and Alex Rose. I actually feel for Jarvis. I think she's really smart and she's very self-aware and she's very beautiful And I think that rubs a lot of women the wrong way, especially if they have internalized misogyny, which a lot of us women do. And that's the truth, whether we realize it or not. Women are in constant competition with each other. And it's hard to see a beautiful woman who's also so smart and so self-aware. And she carries herself very well-mannered. And she's constantly aware of her surroundings. And there's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, if the reality show was just on her, it wouldn't do well because she doesn't want to lose control. But... It makes sense when you realize she's an attorney and she's running her business, which is selling homes. So she tries to be professional. So I don't hold it against her because after watching the show, would I buy houses from most of those people on the show? No, I wouldn't. They're insane. And sorry, but Jarvis is is correct. The way Alex Rose dresses is insanely inappropriate. It's so unprofessional. And I'm only saying this because I have a friend, Farah, Farah, and she's the daughter of Kyle Richards. 
And they actually have a show also about real estate that came out. I think, I don't know if they have two seasons or just one season, but it's buying Beverly Hills and Farah dresses so proper to sell homes. She doesn't wear a gown to sell a home. She's always very professional and she carries herself very well. She's very calculated in how she carries herself, but that's also who she is as a person in real life. She's very well put together. She's very well-mannered. She's very nice. She's very business savvy. So Farah, even though we're friends and I've been with her in party settings and I've seen her now on TV, I would still buy a house from her and I would still let her sell my house because she's always carried herself in a professional way. So I guess it just, you have to ask yourself, do I want to be a reality star forever? Do I still want to keep my job? So I like Jarvis and I understand why women don't like her. I get it. Okay. Let's see. What are my other thoughts? Also, did I already say Google Tyler's zodiac sign and said that he's a cancer? So that checks out because cancers just, cancer men live in victim mentality and he just walks around like he's a victim and it's, it's, I don't like him. He just gives me the ick. Even when he wore those boxers to show off his wiener, it was just weird. It was such a turnoff. It was so, anyway, honestly, genuinely feel like Polly, Tyler and Alex Hall seem like terrible people, but Polly, would I buy a house from her? No, because she's so unhinged. Would I hang out with her? Yes, because she's so unhinged that I actually grew to like her. The reason I would hang out with her and not Alex Hall is because Polly is unhinged and unpredictable, but in a fun way that's harmless. Alex Hall, watching her on the show, I actually watched the show twice to better understand them, but the first time I watched it, Alex Hall's personality is very alarming. Not in a way that she's a bee or anything. No one's a bad person on the show. Her personality is alarming is because she lacks empathy in conflict and she lacks empathy for other people in conflict. And that means her reality ends up being very skewed to her benefit. And it's not that she's a bad person. It's what's scary about her is that she doesn't see anyone else's reality to be true, but hers. So that could put a lot of other people in trouble and she could paint other people to look very bad in a bad narrative because of her reality being so skewed and those type of people like Alex Hall they are damaging and they're not harmless they could actually ruin your life because of their reality that they believe so much to be true and their unwantingness to understand other people I've had a friend like that in the past and it's all fun and roses when they do it to other people, but then guess what? One day they're going to do it to you. That's why it's always so important to pay attention to people's characteristics. If your friend is doing something that doesn't align with your morals and values, it's not judgmental of you if you decide to pull away because you're not wrong for wanting to pull away. Because when they do that something to someone else, eventually they will do it to you as well. I mean, I had a friend years ago that decided she got really drunk And she keyed her ex-boyfriend's car, like a lot. Like she really keyed the shit out of his car. And then she found out that she was so drunk, she actually keyed his brother's car because his brother was parked in his spot that night. And she was too drunk to to understand the difference. So she keyed his brother's car. So instead of feeling bad because his brother had no money, regardless, you should feel bad for ruining someone's property. This guy didn't even sleep with her, didn't even do anything to her. She still didn't feel bad. And then they had footage of her. (laughs) 
keying the car and she still tried to deny it. So seeing how far she went, instead of taking responsibility for her actions, that told me that's not a friend that I can have because her doing that to somebody she... I mean, her ex, what is she going to do to me? And after that, I told her, listen, we can't be friends because of your actions. If she would have apologized and taking responsibility was some different, I would have considered it. But I'm just saying you should pay attention to the values and morals of your friends. You should surround yourself with people where their morals and values align with yours. Ladies, we all have that one bra that we wear on the daily because it's the most comfortable one that we own. And if you're like me and you got enormous, gigantic milk bags, once you find something that finally fits you and is kind of cute, you take it to the grave as in you'll be wearing it to your funeral because I know that's what I'm going to be doing because I finally found one that actually fits me just right and isn't that bad on the eyes. And it just makes me feel more comfortable in my own skin. And I think honestly, that's the most important thing. And guess what? I finally found that bra that I no longer want to take off. And it's more than just cute on the eyes. It's so freaking cute. So shout out to my new favorite brand. I'm talking about today's sponsor, Honey Love. Honey Love's bra features supportive bonding that eliminates the need of underwire without sacrificing the lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it feels like a second skin. You immediately feel and see the difference. It's literally so next level comfortable. You'll forget you're even wearing one. For a limited time only, you can get the Honey Love on sale. Yeah, that's right, on sale. And get 20% off of your entire order with my exclusive link, which is honeylove.com adulting. So support your titties and my show and check them out at honeylove.com slash adulting. Honey Love's bestseller right now is their crossover bra, which is so comfortable and it's sure to be your new go-to, I promise you. This bra gives you all the support of traditional bras without using any underwire, which is my favorite. Plus they have mesh detailing, adds a touch of sexy. This is the one bra you're actually going to enjoy wearing and you won't want to take off and then for a more relaxed lounge bra i recommend their v bra it offers the support of a traditional bra without the uncomfortable underwire (laughs) so again i'm really not a fan of the underwire it's designed to lift and separate with molded cups and is not a shelf-like bra that creates a uniboob effect. So you'll have two boobies, not just one. (laughs) But it doesn't just stop there, okay? Honey Love has more than just bras. They also have incredibly comfortable shapewear. They have tanks. They have leggings for everyday support. So honestly, I recommend you guys checking all their stuff out. Plus, it's on sale right now. And on top of that sale, you can treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and also save 20% off at honeylove.com slash adulting. So use my exclusive link to get that 20% off at honeylove.com slash adulting. So clinch, snatch, and lift it. It's hot girl season thanks to Honey Love. You're welcome, babes. Which I think that's where Brandy comes in. I really like Brandy on the show. Brandy is definitely one of the people that I, the few people on the show that I would buy a house from if she sold me one. And the reason Alex Hall scares me is because there was one part during the season season two where she gets annoyed with brandy and she said why are you gaslighting me and to use a word like that it completely changed the conversation all it was about brandy not wanting to share a room with alex hall and polly because she doesn't agree with their morals and values where they are extra touchy with a married man who's separated especially because she's married so she doesn't agree with that 
I do think she shouldn't have said too much. I think she was overdoing it, but she was trying to explain her part. And then Alex Hall got defensive within two seconds and said, why are you gaslighting me? And how can you be friends with a person where you can't ever say your opinion? So that was like the minute she did that, that was a red flag. That was alarming. And I was like, oh my God, I know exactly the type of person Alex Hall is. The first time I watched the whole season, she rubbed me the wrong way. The second time I watched it, I tried to understand empathy. I had sympathy and empathy towards her because I understood that she's not doing any of this on purpose. She genuinely believes her reality to be true, but it's still scary. And then the second time she kind of rubbed me the wrong way, one of the million times, was when Brandy, when they had an altercation at the bar, Brandy and Alex Hall, and Alex was talking to Brandy with her hands in her face. And I'm Middle Eastern. So for me personally, if someone's talking with their hands in their face, I'm thinking they're coming at me. So I would tell them, stop with the hands if you want to talk to me. And Brandy, that's exactly what she did. She said, why are you talking to me with your hands? And then she gave Alex an example of what she was doing. And then Alex, instead of having empathy and conflict or backing down, she doubled and she said, why are you doing your hands on me? Oh my God, are you going to swing at me? Again, that's an intense accusation. Not only did you do that on TV, you can ruin this woman's career. I'm sorry, but then what if they would have edited that part poorly where it looked like Brandy was going to swing at Alex Hall? Do you think anyone would ever buy a home from her if they saw the show? No, because I wouldn't want a violent person selling me a house. So that was very in poor taste where Alex could not back down and she just needed to make a point to get out of the argument by resorting to that. That was a very low and not cool. Didn't like that. So that's where she just rubbed me the wrong way. And then after that, they did this whole scene where she's crying to her family. And she's like, that was just like really triggering for me. Cause you know, for some people, she was trying to make it seem as if she's actually has trauma from somebody swinging her in the past. I just, I don't buy it. I think she has a lot of growing up to do. And the craziest thing is that she's a year younger than me. I thought she was 10 years older than me. So that was pretty crazy. But except that she did grow on me after watching it two times, the show. But that's because I do try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. And it was hard for me to hate her in the end because I feel bad for someone that I feel bad for her. She walks around with that being her reality because the reality is just not real. I don't know. So that's how I felt. And then lastly, my last thoughts are about just Austin and Tyler are... Guys who peaked in high school and their emotional maturity levels are still in high school. That's how I feel about both of them. That's where they're at emotionally. Austin, I'm just confused. Does he even want to have a wife because he wants to act single and he forgets that he has a wife? And sometimes he makes comments. He was making he would make comments that would belittle his wife. Like he made some comments that really didn't sit right with me. Even his comment, he made a comment to his wife about, well, my wife, like she just stays at home and takes care of the kids. That's her job. And then I do everything else. She's raising twins. Do you know how hard it is to keep the home clean and take care of your twin daughters who are super young? That's a lot. So for him to be like, well, I do everything else, you work. Yeah, that's the exchange that you have in your partnership. She does, takes care of the whole household and of your children to make sure they survive every single day. And then you go to work. That's her job. And then you have a job. I just don't like it how for him to belittle her in that sense where he doesn't respect what she does. That's almost what it gave off. Taking care of twins is not easy. And then all she wants, I guess, another kid. And he was acting that 
to get another kid would mean he has to work double and they would keep him even more away from his children. That's wild because every time he's around his kids, when they're literally crying, he like rolls his eyes and looks at his wife for her to manage it or take care of it. So it doesn't even look like he likes to be around his kids that much. And then the other times he's partying or he goes to drinks with his coworkers and they're like, where's your wife? And she's like, oh, you know, she's at home with the kids. I bet you she wanted to go out and you told her to stay. So I don't fully understand. Look, I'm not here to judge. That's what people always say. I'm not going to judge, but <laughs> everyone has a different marriage. That's obviously a marriage and a partnership that worked out for them. It's a partnership that I wouldn't be comfortable with, but in no way am I saying that it's wrong because everyone has different partnerships. I just wish he would be more respectful of everything that she does for him at home. That's all. Another weird thing about the show, and then finally I'll just finish because it was more than eight minutes, was it broke my heart that every time Brandy cried about her mother passing away, those other women that pretended to be her friends, they would literally look her straight in the eye and would be like, because she'll say things like, sorry, I'm just really, maybe I shouldn't have got involved. I'm just like really upset about my mother and her passing away. They would look her in the eyes and they would be like, well then why are you involving yourself in this? Versus being like, are you okay? Oh my God, I'm so sorry. You are going through a lot. Do you need anything from me? Do you need a hug? Can I hold you? Instead, they would just talk about, well, why are you my business then? Or then Alex Hall, what she did when they finally met up and talked, she started crying and making about herself, which was so alarming. She triggers me to be fair because she reminds me of one of my ex-friends. It's too much. I cannot handle people like that. The lack of empathy for others and understanding other people's emotions is something I can never be around. And I lastly, I will say, when I Googled the cast of Selling the OC, someone really hates Jarvis. Someone really hates Jarvis because when I Googled the cast on Google, her picture doesn't show up. So that's kind of weird. Yeah, so in the end, the only people I would probably buy property from after watching the show would be Gio, who also seems like a wonderful husband and father. Brandy, and maybe Jarvis. That's all. I'm not going to lie. I would hang out with Polly. She's so unhinged. I don't understand her, (laughs) but she's harmless. So I would be around her just to see what she would do next. Is that, oh, and lastly, the random new girl they kept putting in, I just kept speeding through it because I didn't understand the point of her character and she doesn't even have a license, a real estate license. So I didn't see the point, but I, I found her kind of boring. All right, so that was 15 minutes of me talking about a show I said I didn't even like, and that's where we're at, so. Oh, lastly, I would like to reiterate, no, I would like to mention something. I would like to correct. When Austin was making a comment about Jarvis being at a Halloween party where he ran into her and there were loads of fat men and beautiful women, he didn't mean it to be a swingers party. People just put words in his mouth, but it was very clear that he was trying to insinuate that it was an escort party. The only funny thing here is that Austin was at that party. So what does it say about him? It's like the kettle calling something black. What is it saying? I really need to learn the American sayings, but it's the black calling the kettle black. I don't know. But if he was invited to that party, so he's just as much of an escort as she is. And maybe she didn't want to see him because, as you know, it's very important for her to continuously be professional and she doesn't like to be outside. She's not trying to cross the line of friendship with the people she works with. So that's probably why she got uncomfortable, not because she was in an escort party. Most of these Halloween parties, when you go, 
there's a lot of fat men and beautiful women. Have you checked outside lately how beautiful every single woman out there is and how mid all the men are? Give me a break. So if you're seeing loads of beautiful women at a party, it's because just how much we take good care of ourselves and how much men just don't care how to take care of themselves. That's what I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, so that's that. That's all. All right, you guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to Almost Adulting. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Write me a five-star review if you enjoyed today's episode. Let me know if you want me to talk more about reality TV or if you don't, and I and I'll stop. So that's that. And can't wait for Thursday's episode. Honestly, it's going to be really good. So tune in on what to do with all of your rage. I got you. Bye besties. Have a beautiful day.